0: Justin Lynch thought he had just one dream.
1: I was 12 or 13. I saw a concert in Jamaica, which is where I'm originally from. They were playing a Shostakovich piano trio and I was amazed by the music. I thought I was going to be a concert pianist.
0: Little did he know, he would become so much more. I'm Sanjana Mumani, and this is Onomatopoeia, a podcast about the people and places of New York City. In this episode, a pas de trois, a dance for three. Justin Lynch is a triple threat.
1: I'm a dancer and attorney and pianist. Not necessarily in that order.
0: <laughs> but the road to becoming all three was quite the roller coaster, And it all began with the piano. Lynch trained for five years in Jamaica, then at the Royal College of Music in London, and then at Boston University. Each time, the repertoire got harder and harder.
1: I'm right-handed, and I felt like my right hand could pretty much do anything I wanted it to My left hand, it just wasn't obeying my instructions, and I couldn't find a way to make it.
0: Where one road was ending, another began.
1: When I was in undergrad, we read Bowers v. Hardwick.
0: Bowers v. Hardwick was a Supreme Court case in which Michael Hardwick, a gay man, had been accused of violating a Georgia state sodomy law. In a 5-4 split, the court decided against Hardwick, jeopardizing the rights of gay couples.
1: I had recently come out.
0: Bowers and other such opinions were the genesis of Lynch's decision to apply to law school. Incidentally, when he started at Columbia Law, Bowers got overturned.
1: The rationale of Bowers does not withstand careful analysis. Bowers versus Hardwick should be and now is overruled.
0: Needless to say, being a law student was incredibly stressful.
1: The language of legal opinions, it's a whole other language. My first year, I was just so
0: befuddled. Buried under academic pressure, Lynch wanted something to step away from law, even if just for a bit. Luckily, his old friend and adopted big sister, Barrett Macaulay, could help.
1: I went to Perry Dance to study dance. He started meeting me there, you know, after his work. He'd watch the classes and I'd see his little face in the window, looking in. And I was like, you look like you really dig this, you want to, like, try a class?
0: And so, Lynch started going with Macaulay. And as time went on, without her. After getting his JD, Lynch continued to dance on the side, but also started to work as a corporate lawyer at a big firm in the city. While there, he came across a case that would stay with him beyond his time at the firm.
1: We got a pro bono case. Someone from Jamaica, uh, who was gay, had been shot in the eye. His boyfriend had been murdered. He was applying for asylum.
0: Lynch had to take a leave of absence before the case concluded. But that didn't mean he had left it behind. For the moment though, he had saved up enough money to spend a year pursuing a career in what had started as a hobby, dance. It was a pretty big risk, but it paid off.
1: It's been so wild to watch that conservative little boy that could barely lift his arms from his body become this swan of a dancer later in life. He's danced on bigger stages than I have. The Joyce, the Metropolitan Opera. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean. Once the pandemic came, another passion made a comeback—an old love.
1: I was stuck at home, playing a lot of piano, driving my neighbors absolutely crazy.
0: Lynch had injured his right wrist while dancing. So this time around, he had no choice but to practice compositions that required the left hand only, like D minor Chacon. And thus, he began to overcome the very thing that had turned him away from the piano in the first place. And he turned it into a career, recording music for and accompanying performers. So, Lynch is now a professional dancer, pianist, and an attorney at a smaller firm where he can manage his schedule to allow for the pas as for the case he had left behind at the big law firm.
1: I reached out to the firm to try to find out what had happened, and uh, they never uh, responded to me. His name was somewhat common, but I googled him, and um, sorry. Uh, There was an article, um, and it said that someone in Jamaica had been murdered with that name. I think difficult, um, hard stories affect how all artists approach their work. It's, it's somewhere in there in uh, the way I play music or the way that I dance or the way that I um, speak. It's in there somewhere. <laughs>
0: This episode of Onomatopoeia was created by me, Sanjana Pampani. Onomatopoeia is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. Joanne Farian is our executive producer and professor. Original theme music by Lee Feldman. Other music by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Columbia Libraries.